You're now listening to the Live Different Podcast with Matt Wilson. Hey, Live Different Podcast listeners, are you between the ages of 21 and 35, want to go and explore the world, but maybe you need to make some new friends because your old friends are a little bit boring these days? Come and check out under30experiences.com. We have some really amazing local experiences. We're not talking about uh, luxury resort vacations where you just sit and drink margaritas until you pass out and get some sunburn and eat all you can eat meals and do it all over again the next day. This is not that type of vacation. These are adventure trips to places like Bali, Indonesia, the rainforest of Costa Rica, Iceland, the countryside of Ireland, all over the world. And we bring together a bunch of awesome people, not only to have a great time on the trip, of course, but to also bring back a little bit of what they learned to the community, uh, to their local cities. And we get together in about 25 different cities all over the United States and Canada. So if this sounds interesting to you, head on over to under30experiences.com and check it out. We'd love to have you on a trip sometime. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Live Different Podcast. I am Matt Wilson, and today we are here with a return guest, Donnie. Donnie, holy shit, I don't actually know how to say I was going to pronounce it in Spanish. I don't even know if you're of Spanish Oregon. I was going to say I started to read it, but it's Galagos, isn't it? You say it with two L's. Is that correct, Donnie? You should just you say it wherever you are right now. Say it with that that accent so where are you right now <laughs> all right i'm gonna go i'm in costa rica so i'm gonna go with Ronaldo <laughs> gallegos i, I don't there even know go. if that is it is it uh no. spanish descent no i don't think it is it is but i have no spanish descent my uh my grandfather was actually adopted into a hispanic family Ah, uh, and that's where that that last name comes from Dani gallegos okay i and gotcha we, and we pronounce it Galagos. No shit. So I was totally off. Well, this is way been, off. This has been a hell of an introduction. Donnie is a two-time under thirty. No, you are. You've been on three under thirty experiences trips, but you were mm-hmm. the head trainer, head coach, uh, fitness coach for U thirty X, and head coach at Brute Force Training. Um, I am pumped to talk to people about how to stay healthy and fit while they are traveling and uh, we can talk, just go back and forth about how we can get people um, moving, whether it's in their hotel rooms or on the airplane or wherever they are. And, uh, you know, we could talk about, I think, some supplements, how to stay people healthy, the vitamin C's and, uh, and all the rest. And uh, yeah, man, just want to jam with you on that for a little bit. Of course, we have our fitness trip coming up November 16th through the 20th. So if anybody wants to join us, if you think that uh, Donnie here knows what he's talking about by the end of this, we'll let him put you through the ringer or into the pain cave, as he likes to say. So you can check that out on, at under30experiences.com. But uh, Donnie, what's, what's going on after I uh, brutally butchered your last name? <laughs> uh, it's all right. I've been dealing with it since you know, since the first day I walked into kindergarten, so no big deal. Wow. Um, not a whole lot. Just moved to Southern California onto, uh, onto the next chapter uh, of my life. Uh, was in Denver since birth. Um, and, yeah, traded the, the snow for the sand, um, experiencing what the beach has to offer on a daily basis. So my uh, extracurricular activities outside of the gym are going to start to change, I think. Um, a little bit of surfing, you know, experience the, the, uh, the beach life. And that's, uh, and that's kind of the, the current situation. I'm only about two and a half, three weeks into living with a walking distance from the beach. So, uh, I got, I got some learning to do, I think. Nice, man. Well, I remember uh, when I first met you, you said, yeah, I'm from Denver. And then you made sure that everybody knew that you were actually from there, unlike everybody else. Uh, I thought that was funny. <laughs> it is a uh, it is a melting pot, and it's getting crazy up there. Um, there are so many people moving there, and it, it's an awesome city. I know why and understand why people are are moving there. It was hard to leave, um, 
but like I said, on to the, uh, on the next thing for me. Nice, man. Well, you had been, so you had been, uh, coaching at CrossFit Lodo, um, where you were, where you were involved there. Um, of course, right. My neighbor, uh, decides that he's going to start using a power power tools in the background. So I'm going to go ahead and shut the door on this beautiful Costa Rican evening. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> thanks dude. Um, but so you were coaching, so you were coaching there. Um, and yeah, tell me a little bit more, your CrossFit, uh, CrossFit level two, maybe is it? I, I can't remember exactly how it works. That's correct. So yeah, I have, uh, Level two, I'm actually studying for level three right now. So I want to kind of keep going down that path. But, yeah, coaching in Denver, we had two gyms up there, Um, my absolute home favorite gyms of all time, CrossFit Lodo. Uh, And then about a year before I left, we opened a second location, CrossFit Lodo at Rhino, um, which is just a different part of um, downtown Denver. The gyms are actually very close, but um, like I said before, with with how Denver is blowing up, we kind of serve the whole downtown area. Um, and actually, currently, we're getting ready to move one of our spots. Um, we're kind of busting at the seams uh, up there. So they're going to uh, kind of upgrade the space a little bit bigger. Um, if anybody's listening who's been to CrossFit Lodo and have been in there and seen what kind of such a kind of a cool, eclectic place it is, uh, we weren't, we're not going to lose any of that. We're moving to a really cool uh, kind of old school space that'll still have a lot of a lot of cool character and stuff like that so um so yeah that's kind of the that's kind of what um the history is where home was um still coaching down here in in southern california but uh on a much more limited basis i wanted to kind of hit the brakes on on how much coaching i was doing uh and kind of focus on on a few other things and uh kind of help get the uh the fitness trips or health and wellness trips for under 30 rolling. Nice, man. Well, I got to come clean with you about something. And this is, I don't think I've told anybody about this. I've told, I've told one person this. Uh, so I went to Orlando and uh, I flew from Costa Rica to Orlando and went to take the CrossFit level one. Um, and, you know, I've never been a, a uh, member of a CrossFit gym, uh, but, you know, working out with you guys on our trips and, you know, I'm familiar with most of the, the movements. I've been working out really consistently with uh, Olympic lifting coaches and strength coaches and body, you know, bodybuilding stuff, everything is since I was like 15 years old. So, you know, pretty familiar with the, with the stuff, wanted to expand my knowledge base, but embarrassingly, embarrassingly, Donnie, I think you know where this is going is going, I failed the test. No, I you fi- didn't. I failed the test. I was so, <laughs> I was so pissed. I was oh so pissed. Oh, my God. That was the most expensive test I've ever taken. Yeah, that's, um, I'm thinking that there were college courses that, I, I didn't fail any college courses, but yeah, it's not a, uh, it's not a cheap test to fail. Of course, I can, I can retake <laughs> no. it. Um, oh, no. But, you know, classic being cocky, thinking that you can just breeze in there and, oh, uh, yeah, CrossFit, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I had, a, don't get me wrong, I had a great weekend. Um, you know, it was, it was intensive functionally, the movements I felt really good with, um, as far as just the coaches critiquing, um, my movement and learning how to, to express that to other people. So I felt really good to go into the tests and, uh, I like to think that I know my stuff, but speaking CrossFit and speaking all the, the language, and I can't even remember what I, what I got wrong on the test. The test, this was about um, six months ago now, and I've just kind of buried it and then said, and kind of said, well, that's, uh, that pissed me off enough. And then I haven't been back to the States really to be able to find a place to retake the test, et cetera. But uh, yeah, that, there's a little downer for you. And now I'm coming, coming clean oh, with no. it, Donnie. Hey, you gotta, you know, you gotta make your faults. You gotta just keep rolling. That's, I mean, sorry, man, that's hilarious. But, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You just gotta go retake it as soon as you of can. Course. It's honestly, it's uh, the weekend is amazing, and the way those uh, the level of knowledge that the coaches have running those seminars are, uh, are is is pretty awesome. So, 
Um, you, you learned everything that you need to learn. You didn't regurgitate it the right, the right way. Um, CrossFit definitely has its own language. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the, the funny thing. And I, I, I don't think CrossFit is the be all end all. I think there's a lot of, um, if, if you're only doing CrossFit and only doing CrossFit certs, I think you're selling yourself, uh, very short. Um, so the fact that you even went in and, and, and to go get your level one is, is huge. Um, but no, there's, there's plenty of other things out there and, um, other schools of thought and, uh, and yeah, you can retake it, you'll pass it and you'll get the cool fancy certificate and then you can go open your own gym like a lot of other people have. So, uh, but, uh, but no, I, I love that weekend. I, and it's always fun to come back from those weekends and, um, start implementing, uh, the cool stuff you learn every time I go or even talk to somebody on level one staff or a different coach, um, you learn so much. That's kind of one of, one of my favorite parts about moving to Southern California right now is there's so many, there, not only are there a ton of gyms, but there's so many different, there's so many people here. And every time I walk into a gym, I do a different move and a warm up that I'm like, you know, I've never thought to do that on, on a day where we're, um, you know, doing X movement, uh, or what have you. So it's always cool to, you always learn something. And as long as you kind of keep that mentality, uh, it definitely wasn't a waste of a weekend by any means, but no, but yeah. of course. And that, you know, that's a really good uh, point for the listener about, yeah, there should be no one school of thought for anything, especially health and fitness related. That's the end all be all. And, and CrossFit does try to do that. And they do try to claim that, Hey, we are, the end all, we are the most comprehensive, we are the fittest people in the world. And, uh, I, you know, I do think it is a, a very complete fitness program, uh, but uh-huh. again, not the end all, end all be all. Um, but no, that's, the, that's a really good point is that just because everyone says CrossFit, 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 it doesn't necessarily mean that's what you have to do. And at the end of the day, it's just a piece of paper. Um, I mean, it really does. It really has very little uh, barring on my life. But I would like to have that cert- certification. Um, yeah, so, totally. You know, it's like going to college to say, oh, yeah, I learned it, but I didn't graduate. So <laughs> that, uh, oh, that's been a little thorn in my side. So thank you for this quick therapy session while I can, oh, uh, yeah. while I can tell you about weight it. Weight off your shoulders. So nice. So nice to come <laughs> clean with these types. I was thinking about writing an article about it, about because everybody celebrates <clears throat> their successes and nobody celebrates their their failures and uh, well yeah. I'm certainly not celebrating this one but um right you know nobody t- nobody likes to talk about it so yeah I yeah. failed uh what are you gonna do moving right. on I, I do have to say though dude I really for the next I was around uh, such a optimal level such a high level of athlete uh, in the, you know those other 50 people or however many I, I shared that weekend with I was pretty. I, I was pretty impressed. It was. It was a good wake up call that I also needed to uh, be able to step up my game to hang at the top level with those guys because there were some athletes there for sure. Yeah, yeah. They don't. Uh, the level one staff is a very. I mean, a lot of people want to be on level one staff, and you kind of need to not only know your stuff, but you need to be able to. You kind of. It's. You need to be able to. Uh, walk the walk just as much as you, um, just as much as you know. So they, uh, they don't take it lightly. I mean, like, um, it's, uh, CrossFit does a lot of things right and really, really well. And, you know, you can, you can absolutely see it. So, uh, yeah, you're definitely, um, in a different, uh, in a different world when you have, (laughs) when you're around those top, top level guys. Yeah, no, it was, it was cool. Um, but Donnie, so to get really into the meat of what we wanted to talk about today, staying healthy and fit, while traveling. Um, so I was telling you a little bit about my stretch of travel that I have. And yeah, I'm a little bit of an outlier uh, in this. And <laughs> for very few people should probably put their their mind or body through this type of thing. Actually, you know what? Everybody should come travel with under 30 experiences. What am I, <laughs> what am I saying? No. Um, Book every trip. <laughs> exactly. All in a row. Come on, all of them. Give yourself no time. Um, but, you know, if you have a brutal travel schedule or, or, or even if you don't, um, but for I was giving you my example, I had to 
Uh, I went up to the States for a couple weeks, and the couple week trips I can handle. You know, it's a lot of moving, but um, as long as I'm settled and I can get in my routine. But then I went down, back down here to Costa Rica for a few days, and then to Machu Picchu, to Peru for two days, or for two days, for two weeks. But that's a lot of moving parts. That's changes of elevation. That's brand new foods. Um, that's multiple flights through there uh, within those two weeks. So back and forth, I had to go back and forth to Lima twice, traveling, leading groups, um, the train up to Machu Picchu. You know, people are getting altitude sickness and I gotta be on, uh, you know, I really have to be on top of my game for this type of thing. Um, I ended up doing those two weeks, right? And I had to fly up to Caesar, our lead staffer's wedding in Nicaragua, and then come back down to Peru um, which I just wrapped up another trip up to Machu Picchu and then came here to Costa Rica. Tomorrow, literally, Donnie, no, actually tonight, I leave at 8.30 p.m. And so a few hours, uh, I go up to San Jose. I fly to New York. I'm spending about 10 hours with my family. And then Friday at 1.45 a.m., I fly direct to Taipei and then to Bali. And... Uh, so that's going to be quite that's going to be quite a stretch. So as you can see when you're putting yourself through this kind of thing and you know I got family stuff going on, I've got uh, a business to manage, etc. Donnie, what's your best? I know this is a very broad question, but what's your best advice for anybody? You know, it doesn't matter if you're just going to Fort Lauderdale for the weekend to go and try to relax and, and try not to binge on chocolate chip cookies and, uh, and Miller Lights. What, what's your best advice for anybody traveling, Donnie? Well, first of all, you should always binge on chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> you love your cookies, Sally. Um, <laughs> can't get enough. Um, best advice, uh, man, there's so many different things. Um, honestly for probably number one top of the list, the thing that keeps just popping in my head, popping in my head is, um, is sleep. I mean, your body recovers when, when you sleep, um, finding ways to get, you know, even if it's a, a, a little 30 minute nap in, uh, you know, in the late afternoon or, or early afternoon on those crazy travel days, whether it's on the plane or, um, you know, in the hotel room, uh, that's going to pay probably the most dividends. Obviously, if you're traveling for work, not always the case. So, um, you know, kind of on to the next on the next thing. Um, in my opinion, staying hydrated uh, will help a ton. Uh, there's a couple things that I love to do and love to, to always keep with me. Um, and two that are, that are pretty travel friendly. Um, I always have my, uh, like a big, I have like a, it's a hydro flask, but just a, a big stainless steel water bottle. Um, and I'll always bring, um, it's called Ultima. Uh, it's basically vegan Gatorade. It's Gatorade without like all the sugars. Uh, but it has all the electrolytes, um, uh, that you need to kind of, you know, you kind of give your body something to, hold on to uh every time i get off the plane i can always just feel my body just like screaming um screaming for hydration so when i forget that or if you know if i'm just making a quick trip home or something like that and i just you know slips my mind i always regret not having that with me on the plane so um ultima is awesome uh you can pretty much get it anywhere i don't have any sort of affiliation with them i just really like that, that product but if you can't get that uh, super easy, super simple. Uh, get a little bit of sea salt or, um, yeah, sea salt and throw that in your water bottle. There you um, go. Kind of the easiest way, essentially, I mean, you can find it anywhere, basically any, uh, restaurant in the, in the airport will have something. Uh, you obviously don't want to make like salt water. You don't need a whole lot. Honestly, I do have, uh, two pinches if I have my big water bottle or if it's just a, a glass, um, Essentially, all you're doing, you're just kind of giving your body something to grab onto. It grabs onto the salt, and then you just, you know, you absorb a little bit more water uh, than you normally do. Um, just drinking water, you know, kind of uh, just flush your system, essentially. Um, they did a pretty cool study, and I, I can't reference it just because I don't have it right in front of me, but um, there's some wild number, some crazy percentage of uh, the dehydration uh rates of uh, like people running marathons and triathlons and stuff like that. Um, and they always think that it's 
oh, they didn't drink enough water. They didn't drink enough water. They didn't drink enough water. The tests come back from like their blood when they get them to the hospital because you know they passed out or something like that on the course, and it's they had way too much water. Their blood was diluted, and there was just like nothing in their system, so everything just shuts down. So they almost achieved the opposite, complete opposite effect by nope, gotta stay hydrated, um, and just chugging water, chugging water. So you got to kind of find that happy medium. That's the one that um, I personally feel the most difference with um, when I'm traveling now. I don't travel quite as much as you, and obviously your your stints are a little bit more aggressive than than mine. But um, yeah, that one's. Um, I think you can get Ultima on on Amazon, ship wherever, and uh, you can snag it. And uh, it's easy to carry around. You can get it through security, all that all that good stuff. Yeah, that, that's cool. And and uh, the other product I've seen you use before is Noon uh, N O O N. Basically, the same thing, correct? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, yeah, just a, essentially, it's a different version of of Ultima. It's uh, they're little effervescent tablets, um, but same thing. They have little. Uh, it's just a bunch of electrolytes and, and salt and calcium, magnesium, all that good stuff. Uh, throw them in your your water bottle. Obviously, leave the top off since it's effervescent. It's going to start fizzing. Um, <laughs> the emergencies are probably pretty good too. Uh, you can go after those. Uh, kind of the same same concept, but. Yeah, Noon's great. I think uh, I like Ultima a little bit better, just I think it tastes better. But I think Noon's probably a little bit easier to get a hold of. Uh, they'll probably, you know, you can get those in uh, like smaller grocery stores, stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, those are my. That's probably my my top two. Yeah, no, um, for sure. That and that's a great reminder about um, about hydration, right? Because. If you drink too much water, your first of all, your um, liver, I think your liver and your kidneys are going to be working too hard, right? And you're just going to be pumping, and you're just going to be pumping water through your system, and your just body's just going to be working to filter it, filter it, filter it. But also, you're just flushing all of the good stuff, all the sodium, all of the stuff that your body actually needs. You're just flushing it out, all of those electrolytes. So yeah, actually, I just uh, I'm I'm at the standing desk, and I just took a little pinch of sea salt and uh you know if you can get a good himalayan sea salt um has the best you know has the best nutrients in it but yeah if you're at the airport and you know you walk by mcdonald's sure i, I don't think uh you know ripping the top off a little salt packet and pour it in your water bottle is going to hurt you i think that'll that'll really help actually yeah i uh um, that's like I said, that's kind of like the emergency go-to when you walk into the airport and it's, uh, what do I, I don't have anything. So, um, yeah, it always helps to, to, to get something. No, and you, and you hit the nail on the head is, uh, you just start flushing. And then, uh, if you're flushing your system, you're probably in the window seat and then you have to ask everybody to get up and then you have to go to the bathroom on the plane like right. three times. And you know nobody likes to be that person. So right, and then you can't you don't then just you can't drink sleep. Water. Then you can't sleep. No, so you want to what? <laughs> you want to you want to take us just through a downward your, spiral at that point. Exactly. You want to take us through your sleep uh, regimen. You do anything in particular? Um, I was a little bit low on sleep myself, just because I was staffing trips, and it's you know sometimes I'm on my feet. The Machu Picchu day, you know, I'm up at five thirty. Six o'clock is breakfast. Six thirty, we leave. You know, bus. Uh, we have a bus ride to the three-hour train to the hike, et cetera, et cetera, all the way back. And you know, I'm on my feet till ten p.m. So I'm a little short on sleep during these times. But you know, if you can make up for that with quality sleep and the hours that you are actually uh, sleeping with your head against the pillow, what's uh, what's your sleep regimen look like? Um, currently my sleep regimen is all over the place. Um, I'm trying to kind of reestablish, you know, in a different time zone, different house, uh, you know, different towns, different things are all going over the place. So, um, currently it's, it's a little bit shambly, but I'm going to, uh, uh, kind of shoot for You still there, Donnie? You there, Maddie? Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I lost yep. you Can for you a second. Me? Yep. You think it's my end or your end? 
Um, you know, I'm not really sure. No worries. Why don't, maybe why don't we see. keep going? I think we're good. We won't even we won't even have to cut this out. Let's keep it rolling. Oh, perfect. Cool. So, my current sleeping situation is all out of whack. But what I'm shooting for, obviously, um, is you know, obviously optimal and, and figuring out what optimal means um, to me. So, uh, as we've talked on that earlier podcast, my uh, my routine before I go to sleep is this. All right, cool. So, sleep regimen, right? That's where we're at? Yes, sir. Cool. Um, so, we got before I go to sleep, try to stay off of the screens. Um, I am a big fan of uh, wearing the uh, wearing the orange glasses um, and uh, trying to decrease that that blue light so my body can shut off appropriately if I am staring at a screen. Um, I like to uh, get a little something in my system. I don't go too crazy with um, eating a ton of food before bed. Um, again, I try to kind of keep it as clean as as can be. Um, my next adventure is, uh, the bulletproof diet and really kind of dialing that in. So, um, I got to kind of figure out what, what those meals look like. Um, and then, um, yeah. And then my, uh, I, I love, I love the roller. Um, I sit down on, uh, my, my foam roller and, and I start at my calves and I work my way up, try and get the whole, whole body. If I got something in particular, um, I'll kind of hang out on that, uh, but that kind of just totally just puts me into a nice, relaxed, parasympathetic state, which is just a uh, recovery state, basically. Um, and then, and then, yeah, I hop, hop into bed. I, uh, I do everything I possibly can to keep the room nice and cool. Um, now I'm just absolutely loving sleeping with windows open. I got, uh, I'm close enough to the beach right now that I get a a pretty good ocean breeze through the room, which is amazing. Beautiful. Um, yeah. And then, uh, now the, the big battle now is, is light. Um, my, my room back in Denver, I, I, it was perfect, super dark. Uh, here I have a handful more windows that I'm trying to, uh, kind of perfect and, and really block the light out. Uh, but if I want the ocean breeze, I have to sacrifice a little light. So I'm kind of trying to find the happy medium. Um, but pitch black is always best. Everybody, um, everybody everywhere will, will, will tell you that there's no, I try to make it as quiet as possible. Um, I get the occasional bark from, uh, from the dog dreaming next to me. But other than <laughs> that, it, uh, it stays, it stays pretty quiet where I'm at. Um, and yeah, those are kind of the, those are kind of the big ones. I, I love to, like I said, I love to roll out right before I go to sleep. Um, making sure it's as dark as can be. And, uh, although as of late, I haven't been all that successful with the screen stuff. Um, it's, uh, that's uh, it makes a huge difference when you when you when I shut down and read a book or something instead of sit on the sitting on the computer working uh, before nice, I go to bed. Man. So nice. Well, so, yeah. I, I got a couple things for you. So um, yeah. Okay. So you mentioned Bulletproof. So of course I'm gonna have to shout them out. Uh, I'm an ambassador uh, for Bulletproof, awesome nutrition company, famous for the Bulletproof coffee and and Dave Asprey's podcast. Uh, but. So a couple things that he recommends, um, which I don't do all the time, but uh, collagen protein and, mm-hmm. um, and raw honey before bed, uh, that, those are two things that he talks about. Um, I don't always do those two things. I usually get raw honey and collagen in at some point during my day. It's when I'm, I make my shakes. I usually make I fill up the blender and blend the shit out of whatever I put in there. Actually, I could go through exactly what I put in there, um, but put a ton of stuff in there, and uh, I, you know, I drink it throughout the throughout the day at some point. Um, but for sleep, I'm taking right now six about 600 milligrams of magnesium before sleep. I usually pop a vitamin C because I. I literally pop them all day. Um, I'll I'll take like two grams a day as a solid day of vitamin C for me, up to three if I'm traveling. If I I feel super healthy and I know I'm not going to get sick, then I might only take 500 milligrams. Um, Sure. But you can take a lot of vitamin C and... uh, you know, people say, oh, I drink orange juice, blah, blah, blah. Well, let's get a ton of sugar in it. So, um, and even okay. though it's blah, 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 it's natural, uh, natural sugar, you know, it's still going to hurt your immune system e- either way. Like I don't, I, I don't buy that, but, um, 
other other fun sleep stuff uh, that I got for you. I have recently started sleeping on a grounding mat. I am officially earthing. Ooh. And, um, you know, at first I was a little bit hesitant about it. Also, they're kind of expensive, a, a half sheet, right? So if you don't know what this thing is, it's literally a sheet where the threads are made of a metal somehow this thing is still comfortable um, it's a super thin metal and you plug it into the grounding outlet uh, that third prong in a u.s adapter um, which overseas this can be tricky but that's for another story um, <laughs> you you pump you put it into the the bottom grounding uh, adapter and it literally grounds your body to the ground um, there are a lot of people who talk about this, and so basically the theory is because of our devices, um, we get a lot of buildup, like a static charge. You know how all of a sudden you can just discharge that static electricity and it just pops? Well, the theory, you know, all these caveman paleo theories, but the theory is that we are not used to, we do not walk on the ground anymore. We have no connection with nature, which I totally buy. I, I totally love this. I'm a naturalist myself, and, and I don't mean like natural healing, although I, I like that stuff, but I'm not trying to put myself in the box. I'm talking more about Thoreau, Walden, uh, Walden Pond, you know, I like nature kind of stuff. Totally. I love going barefoot all the time. Um, a lot of doctors will say, hey, just 15, 20 minutes outside in the grass, barefoot is really good for you. But that feeling, I, w I went for a walk on the beach today, barefoot, and that feeling where you just, I don't know how else to put it, but kind of elated, kind of just totally you know, stress relief when you walk in the sand. Um, that's a lot of what, A, I feel during meditation, um, but B, also, when I just lay on this damn mat, and I don't know if it's the placebo. I really don't care if it's a placebo because it makes <laughs> me feel good. Um, but one thing I will notice, I, I, I did notice an uh, increase in the quality of my sleep. And I usually sleep well, but I definitely slept better. And I can guarantee you that I had more vivid dreams because of this thing, which was very interesting. And I don't know how that connected, but I did Google it and there were a lot of other people reporting the same thing. Anyway, if I can get rid of any uh, electromagnetic charge, because your body is electromagnetic force field, if you can start to discharge that, if you can start to ground it, um, especially what a lot of the experts are saying are, are linked to all these devices that we carry all the time. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's my that's the latest and greatest at the moment. And it's a very simple science. You're literally just plugging yourself into the wall, uh, into the grounding outlet. Do you 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 buying it, Donnie? I love it. I think it's awesome. I mean, I'm the same. I'm the exact same way. I love, and at the very least, it's something different to try, and see see what happens. Um, no, I, I've heard that too, and I'm actually so I'm I'm reading that the Bulletproof Diet book right now, and and like I said, really kind of dialing it in and and kind of it's my current research project for myself and uh and i actually just read all that stuff on sleeping oh um, nice. talks about he talks about the grounding uh the grounding stuff and i've listened to a handful of, uh, of podcasts from him and a couple others uh where they talk about that and how it's kind of it, it's becoming a thing like it's it's starting to pop up all over and uh, because like you said we're, we always have a device of some sort on us we're always playing with something um and, uh, you know, it's, it's a tough addiction and it's, um, you know, I don't think that's going away by any means, but it's, you know, kind of exactly what we're talking about. How do we recover from that? How do we, um, how do we kind of take that next step to making sure that we're, you know, essentially we still, we still ground ourselves. We're still human. We're still part of nature. We're still, um, a, a part of this whole, whole big thing. And, um, getting back to that. And, uh, like I said, sleep's probably the number one, uh, at, at least for me. So, it's uh, it's it's good to to always be trying stuff. Um, do you, question for you: Do you do you track your sleep? Have you ever used any um, uh, any of like the the sleep apps out there that uh, track sleep? Or do you wear a Fitbit or anything you know, like that? Here, here's the funny part: um, I have a Fitbit. I need to use I need to use it more often. Um, I just need to yeah, I need to get it dialed in and, and synced and just get into the habit of it. But uh, I used to. 
I used to use like whatever that 99 cent sleep tracker app is and I liked it. Um, to me, the metrics, I don't need all those type of metrics and to me, a lot of the metrics aren't all that valuable um, and I don't know, I, I pretty much do it by feel. How do I feel after? Okay, I know I did pretty well and I tracked it for enough time. I probably tracked my sleep for a year um, so I know what affects my sleep and I, I feel pretty good about that stuff. Um, but things that I noticed, and, and of course I was much more into, into partying and, uh, and drinking and having crazy sleep patterns, etc., living in New York. Um, but one of the things that I really noticed is when you drink, your quality of sleep just goes to shit. And uh, you, know, you can just see where you just flatline at the bottom uh, the and yeah just it's just terrible um so that's a that was the biggest thing i learned by tracking my sleep how about you Are you a sleep tracker um i'm you know it's i'm playing with it i don't know i it's it's hard it's one of those weird things where i mean this says i got an amazing amount of sleep but i woke up not feeling like i got <laughs> an amazing amount of sleep um so it's it's hard to kind of understand the metrics and, and the way it tracks the sleep, whether it's based on sound or based on movement. Um, I mean, I also have a dog in the room sometimes. So, you know, if she gets up and walks around, it's picking that up. So maybe it's not measuring it correctly. So I, it's fun to see. It's kind of, um, you know, I'm, a, I'm competitive. So when I see that I got, you know, X percent sleep, it's like, okay, how do I get uh, if I got 70, it's like, okay, how do I get 75% sleep or sleep quality? Or how do I get 80% sleep quality? And that's kind of more the reason for me. Cause I can feel that difference. I can feel the difference when, when I make a jump, like, of really not so great sleeper. I didn't have very much sleep. Just seeing like that number of, okay, I went to bed right at this time, right when I turned the tracker on, here's when the tracker went off. Here's that time frame. Um, just seeing those numbers registers with me. Uh, but like I said, it, it's, I don't know, it's, it's hard to measure. It's hard to tell. And I'm kind of the same way. I like to, I can usually feel it, um, feel it better than I can, you know, in, in the app where it shows the, the metrics. Um, but, uh, but like I said, it's more of a, it's kind of fun to see and, and see what goes on. It, it is crazy though. When, uh, when I do have like a, a, a wild dreamer, um, and I wake up and I, you can see on the tracker, like a spike or something or like you came out of sleep uh like and i knew i woke up from a dream or something like that to see that get picked up uh on the apps always kind of always kind of cool so at least you know it's it's paying attention to something nice and the one other thing uh before we move along it, that i wanted to mention is the flux app if you don't have a flux app for your screen you should know donnie mentioned the the that he wears blue light blocking glasses at night. Blue blockers. So blue blockers, those are available really easy online. Find them on Amazon, very cheap. But the blue lights from our computer screens and, and any lights, um, including natural light, are going to uh, inhibit your melatonin production, which is what tells your body to get into your into your sleep rhythm. So, um, but if you have the Flux app, it dims it. It makes your computer screen this funny color, and uh, it's totally workable. And uh, you don't have you don't block your melatonin, so that's great. And Thank you very much, Apple Computers, because they finally came through with a thing where you could do where you could do that and just put on a setting and keep your phone uh, from blasting blue lights in your face into your face at odd hours. Android has had this forever, apparently, and uh, Eric, the guy, our guy who edits this podcast, is going to just rag on me because he's an Android user, and uh, he thinks it's superior to the iPhone. That's another story. But, uh, <laughs> Donnie, we got some questions coming in on the Under 30 Experiences Slack channel right now. I just put out a couple because... Uh, you know, I try not to give everybody a hard time when they get sick on trips, but if they oh. start missing work or they're dragging or uh, wah, 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 you know, everybody gets sick, right? But right. I want everybody to stay ha healthy. So we got Cesar Romero asking about workout routines uh, for when he is on the road. What you got for us, Donnie? Oh, man. 
Uh, I got to do a little bit of a, a shameless plug uh, for my my brute force guys. Um, they have an uh, uh, an app. Uh, if you go into the app store and just plug in brute force, it should pop up. Uh, but I write all the programming for them in there. Uh, if you don't have a sandbag, it's not a huge deal. The workouts usually um, are uh, scalable to working without uh, a sandbag. So uh, go check out that app. Um, but otherwise, uh, the bodyweight movements are awesome. Obviously, we got the squats, push-ups, anything like that. Easiest one is going to be Tabata. You can go download um, a Tabata timer app on your phone. Man, we're just telling everybody to not play with their phones and, and get grounded. Now I'm telling everybody to go download stuff. Uh, Dude, and I totally, I'm going to cut you <laughs> off right now because that, I totally forgot to tell you. That's why I don't use a sleep tracker because I don't sleep with my phone in my room. I literally charge it outside. <laughs> and if on occasion I bring my phone to bed, oh, maybe man. it was to watch porn, but then I turn it off and then put it <laughs> right into, and then I put it right into the bedside drawer. And I mean, off, off. Um, yeah. And if, yeah. oh, what am I going to do about my alarm? I can hear, I can hear it outside my door. Trust me. I can, yeah. I can hear it. Yeah. So or I get an old school alarm clock. Anyway, brute force app. <laughs> Have, have uh, back at it. Tabata, you're speaking CrossFit, Donnie. I literally see this is why I failed the test because I can't quite remember what the timing was for Tabata. Super simple. Four minutes. 20 seconds of work, 10 seconds of rest. So that would be a total of eight rounds. Um, yeah, and honestly, pick a, pick a movement. Pick two movements, and you can alternate between the two. Um, there's so much you can do with, with Tabata, and honestly, it's, it's the easiest one. Uh, I think the one we talked about um, last time. Did we talk about uh, death by? Did we talk about death buys? I can't remember. Anyways, death buys. Um, this is a total CrossFit uh, CrossFit method, but uh, the way this one works, this one you might need a little bit more time, uh, depending on what you're doing. But um, the way death by works is on minute one, you do one rep of whatever the movement is. We'll call it burpees because everybody loves burpees. Uh, on minute two, you're going to do two burpees. Minute three, three burpees. Minute four, four burpees. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Until you can't do the number of reps uh, on that minute. So oh, the, yeah. furthest, the furthest I got, I think, on burpees was I got 16 done, and then I was shooting for 17, and I think I just I didn't have anything left. Uh, but if you, but if, you, if you add that up, that's 15 minutes of burpees or 16 – Almost 17 minutes of just burpees. I mean, the first eight minutes or so, you're kind of standing there chit-chatting like, oh, this isn't all that bad. But then it starts to get, uh, it starts to get really ugly really fast. So, uh, but yeah, pick a movement. Uh, you can actually – I've seen people do all sorts of stuff with that. On minute one, they do one burpee. On minute two, they do two sit-ups. Minute three, they're doing three burpees. Sure, sure. Um, I get it. Death by burpees, death by sit-ups. Actually, yeah. Uh, it, we had the under 30 experiences uh, burpee challenge and we actually do a 15 minute death by just on a random trip i'll just call it like hey who wants to do under 30 experiences death or uh, burpee challenge i didn't i didn't know the term death by which again was why i found this damn crossfit come on death. man <laughs> but uh death by burp anyway we go up to 15 minutes and you know it's cool to do with the group because some people quit after five you know, some people <laughs> yeah. can make it to 10. I've made it to 15. We usually, we usually just call the timer. We're like, all right, we put a cap on it 15 minutes. I don't <laughs> think anybody can go any longer than, than 15. I all haven't right. seen anybody have it in them. But uh, next, next time, we'll, uh, we'll have to do it on the next trip you're on, Donnie. Oh, man. I don't know if I want to. That's no. why burpees is probably my least favorite. And I think, I think about your seven-minute burpee challenge all the time because on your last podcast you talked about that. Now, I can't remember how many I did, um, but I do remember being like, I feel pretty good about what, how many burpees I just did. And then I looked up uh, because you mentioned that it was in the CrossFit Games one year, and the guy almost doubled my score. And I was yeah. like, I'm not a real athlete. That is, depre <laughs> that is depressing. I, it, Donnie, I, maybe I had 75 or maybe could I have done close to 100 a, a or, or even more? I can't remember. But I, um, I saw that and I was like, oh, man, that guy. It, the guy almost doubled me, I remember. Yeah. It's, yeah, that one's nasty. And there were some 
just crazy numbers thrown up for that one. Uh, yeah, that was a that was about. I think I did that one twice when I when it came out because we test it and you know you did it one on the first day and then I think I tried it again to try and add a, add a few burpees. But uh, yeah, remember, seven minutes of that. Do you remember what your score was at all? Because uh, I'm trying uh, to remember somewhere think, in the vicinity what mine was. I think it was 104. 104. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, whoever just cr- and then I saw the video of the guy doing it. I was like, I was just, <laughs> I was just blown away. But onward, Donnie. We have a question coming in uh, from Miles, our web designer. Uh, and shout out to Wellness Gangsters is his brand that he's running with. Check out Wellness Gangsters, and he is uh, talking. He's asking about on the road eating uh, you got anything for how to control yourself while on the road um easiest one for that is you gotta you gotta prepare um and uh for that i have an an epic road trip uh approaching this weekend um i'm driving literally across the country um well up and down rather um, but, uh, and, and my girlfriend keeps, keeps bugging me. She's like, we gotta, we gotta go to the store. We gotta prep. We gotta prep. We gotta prep. Uh, cause she's as big as a, a health nut as, as I am. And, um, preparation is key for that. So dude, Donnie, uh, I gotta, I gotta cut you off. I saw a meme that said couples who meal prep together, stay <laughs> together. So I just want to, I just want to give you, you got it. You got locked, it. Locked, <laughs> Congratulations, Downey. You found a keeper. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, I'm a fan of, I always kind of think like that, think road trip food that's healthy. So you got your, your jerkies, your trail mix, um, some of the veggies are fine to kind of not be in a refrigerator, but, uh, we have a kind of a cool, like cooler bag thing that we'll, we'll pack up with, with stuff that we need to keep cool. Obviously, um, the hydration is, is a big one, but, um, if you're, if you're not prepping or obviously if you're traveling for work, you don't, you're not taking necessarily a cooler with you. Although I see plenty of people doing that, um, is, uh, I, I always go for, um, anything that is, you know, I, I, I enjoy salads and I enjoy vegetables. So I always stick that way. If I'm ordering, uh, from somewhere simple, I stay away from the fried. I mean, all the kind of the common sense stuff. Uh, I hate feeling bogged down and groggy after eating like, you know, chicken wings at the airport bar. Um, you mm, know, I'll, I'll, that's my I'll order. Donnie. That's my weakness or our buffalo wings. I know mine too. That's why I said it. <laughs> <laughs> but if that's the case, you know, I'll, what I'll do there is I'll, I'll, double or triple down on like the, you know, always buffalo wings always come with celery and carrots. Right. So I'll, I'll have them bring out a bunch of those, um, and, and kind of counteract as, uh, counteract it as much as, uh, as I possibly can. So, um, like I said, I, I crave the veggies and it's, you know, go get, go get the veggies and, um, stay away from the processed grains. That's, that's kind of my, my method, my madness. Uh, there was a, um, there's a restaurant in Denver, um, that has me, that has me stuck on ordering a burger, but instead of getting it on a bun, order it on one of the salads of, of the restaurant. This, oh yeah. Uh, this, this place in Denver just, it, oh, man, it was so good. Uh, and I haven't found a place like that out here, uh, where I'm at now, but that's like the, that's kind of the go-to now is, uh, give me the burger, but can you put it on the salad or something like that? Cause you get, um, everything I love about the, the beef, the fat and the protein and all that stuff. And then you get a big old big old pile of greens. Um, so that's probably my biggest go-to, uh, as far as like, if you're stuck at the airport or you're in like a random location, you can usually find a burger or something like that. So, um, yeah. And that's, like I said, that's kind of the stuff that, that always keeps me up. You're always going to find someplace that you can always find a way to make something healthy or make it not as bad. Uh, and that's usually the, the route I take. I save my bad stuff for the sweets, but that's cause I got a big old sweet tooth. Nice, nice. Um, I can't say that I have a, a sweet tooth, but anything hot in spite of the buffalo wings or, oh, God, what I would do for a bag of chips right now. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, that, that's my weakness. But I got to say, I'm not a sweet tooth, but everyone thinks I am because I constantly have dark chocolate with me. I mean, 85% you can find going through just about any 
duty-free store, or especially because I travel all around Latin America so much that uh, in you know most of these countries are able to grow their own uh, c- cacao, and so so yeah, they got a lot of organic, homegrown stuff in the airports. Try to support the locals and. Um, but yeah, dark chocolate. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm leaving. Shit, I'm leaving in two hours, Donnie. Um, <laughs> but sunflower, sunflower seeds. I just picked up a bag of uh, of sunflower seeds. I like to bring my nuts. Um, I just, ah, man, so I could, I could talk about this stuff all day with you, Donnie, because oh, I just went to an hour just to find out exactly what I'm allergic to. Um, that could be for a ne- uh, an extra episode. But finally. Got totally. uh, got tested, but almonds, man, were uh, tree nuts. I'm okay with. I have slight reactions, so I don't go too crazy with them. I've been cutting down on the coconut oil a little bit, which is just devastating, just heartbreaking. But <laughs> um, the almonds, I've been staying away from. But you got to check. You can't just get nuts that have been roasted in vegetable oil and canola oil and all that stuff because it's you know it's toxic for you basically. Totally. Um, I mean, I might. I might be sound extreme by saying it's toxic, but it is. I mean, there's there's no two ways about it. So, um, yeah, that's uh, oh, what I love. If I lived in the states somewhere where they had salmon, I love smoked salmon, and I love putting one of those packets just in my bag. It'll stay good for a while. It's already it's already cooked. So oh, yeah. it, it doesn't go bad too too quickly. Um, I got an apple and peanut butter for the road. Um, I'm always bringing a, a less than three ounce thing of, of coconut oil, um, as well as, uh, Dave Asprey and the guys at Bulletproof are making brain octane, the MCT oil, but it's the specific, uh, the, the medium chain number eight is the, the one that he says is the secret sauce for, for brain function. It's a really good uh-huh. appetite suppressant, and it's a, you know it's a good fat that you're consuming, and it allows you stay to stay in the state of ketosis. And uh, I've been I've been doing here. Here's something that we should talk about. Actually, Donnie is uh, intermittent fasting. Uh, are you a fan? You want to explain a little bit, or I can. I don't want to put you on the spot. I can explain it a little bit to. Uh, to everybody if if you wish but are you a fan have you if you practice any type of fasting i do yeah and actually um i i am a fan i even honestly just for the the convenience um of it is is amazing at least for me uh but uh but i do do actually every every morning that is one thing that i have implemented um from kind of the bulletproof uh lifestyle side of things um my general understanding is I keep my body in um, a recovery state for as long as I possibly can. Uh, for me, uh, I love to work out and I love to, like I say, kind of be competitive and, and get to the, uh, you know, to, to my goals and, and things like that. So uh, it makes sense for me to try and always be um, a recovery machine, uh, as Asprey likes to say. Uh, so, so yeah, I do the intermittent fasting. Um, I mean, depending on how nitty gritty you want to get with the details on that. Uh, yeah, we can, we can jam. I am a fan. I do it pretty much every day. And like I said, I'm all, not all that bulletproof stuff. I'm going to really dial that stuff in. Uh, I think the one thing I did struggle, and maybe you can kind of touch on this and, and, and point me in the right direction is, um, so, so me as a, not, I don't want to say like performer, but I, I work out every day. Uh, I get so hungry and sometimes I will wake up in the morning and I am just starving. Uh, and, and what goes through my head is, you know, my body's telling me that I'm hungry. I'm, I'm calorie deficient or I'm carb deficient, but something, my body needs something. When I, when I have my coffee, it goes away, uh, and everything's fine. I'm good till 11, 12, whenever I decide to, to break my fast. But uh, being an athlete, being somebody who performs, do I break my fast earlier? Do I eat more? Should I be paying attention to how hungry I am when I wake up? Uh, that's kind of that. That's been my struggle with kind of experimenting and, and figuring out where in the bulletproof. Uh, yeah, I got way you. Of I got you, Don. I got you, Donnie. Okay, so the answer to the, all that is is yes, Donnie. You're a big. You're a big boy. You put a lot on your weight. Uh, well, you put a lot of weight on your back, and uh, you you go 
ass to the ground and back up with it. So you're going to need a lot more food than, than the rest of us. Um, and so, okay, so if you haven't heard of intermittent fasting before and you're listening to this, basically the concept is, and I, and I mentioned ketosis and I probably should have explained as well, um, but the, the basics are, and you can go and, and search Tim Ferriss for any of this stuff. You can search Dave Asprey for any of this stuff. Um, there's a guy, I believe his name is Don, uh, Dom Ag- Diagostino, which is really good. And the Found My Fitness uh, podcast is also really good. Oh, what, I'm just throwing resources out there. I know this is a, uh, a fire hose of information, but um, our our guys at Zen Dude Fitness do a really good article, and my friend Brandon Epstein, who is who has been on the podcast a couple times, did an article for Elite Daily on why you should not eat breakfast, and he should just he just got trolled on the internet from people who just don't know anything about this stuff. But the concept is ketosis, right? It's your when you're when you're resting, like like Donnie said. This is the state that your body is in, and it's actually producing energy. Um, and I believe that it's your liver is producing something that goes into your blood called ketones. Um, and it's almost like an, a whole nother macronutrient. And you're probably thinking, like, why the hell haven't I heard of this? This is, this is pretty new stuff, I would say. But the idea is... Uh, that you can go without food for a very long time, and it's also very beneficial to do so because at the cellular level, your body is able to clean itself. It's very big for cancer prevention. Cancer prevention people have uh, come up with this. So that's that's the basics um, and where to look more if you want to learn about ketosis. But intermittent fasting, the concept is don't eat breakfast and start to eat Uh, a little bit. You start to eat a little bit later in the day. So I've been skipping breakfast um, for a while now. And I actually, breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. So I just don't eat until 11 or 12 o'clock or sometime if I'm really working hard, sometimes it's one. I hate to admit that I don't eat till 2 p.m. sometimes. Um, But I don't feel bad about it because it's, you know, it's kind of justified now. Although I do have Bulletproof Coffee, which is this brain octane, or you can put coconut oil in it, but it's not as, doesn't rev you up quite in the right way with the grass-fed butter. Um, But the idea is no carbs here and really no protein here. You just want your body to be running on fats, just like, you know, just like most people know, if they don't eat, your body's going to burn the fat um right that's that's the concept anyway but it's it's burning exactly it's burning through ketones so donnie from what i know about ketosis um or sorry what i know about intermittent fasting is if you're a big boy and you're working out a lot then uh it might not be right for you and i would say listen to you know and anybody listening listen to your body i think that's super important um and yeah, I think, I think that's the best thing because I've heard Dave mention, this is Dave Asprey that I'm referring to, um, heard him mention on some of his Q&A stuff that, yeah, if you are an endurance athlete or if you're a CrossFitter or you need a lot of calories, get them in. Um, but, and then he also has something in this new edition of the Bulletproof Diet about uh, intermittent protein fasting, and I haven't got that dialed in myself yet. Um, but that one is that one is cr- crazy. I just read that part, and I don't. I'm gonna have to go reread it to get a better understanding again. But um, but that one is that was wow. That was kind of that was an enlightening uh, enlightening section. Uh, but the kind of quick Reader's Digest version is you, you give your your. Uh, you're detoxifying your cells. Uh, all the different, all this, all the cells in your body's makeup is uh, is kind of the theory behind behind the protein fasting. And uh, yeah, pretty. Not, I don't want to say out there because I think it's cool. It's totally in, in the realm of what we're we're talking about here. But yeah, getting that one dialed in, that'll be. That'll be tough. That'll be a, that'll be a that'll be a feat for sure. Yeah, and Tim Ferriss, Four Hour Body, Four Hour Chef, he has something similar to this as well that he has experimented with, and he uh, he likes the deadlifts and the the heavy movements just as much as anybody. So um, 
yeah, if these if these guys are doing it, it's definitely it's definitely worth looking into. Although you know, Dave is someone who doesn't really value working out as much as uh, as much as much as most health and fitness and and nutrition people. Um, so. Man, Donnie, I could get, we could go in a million different directions. Totally. Uh, I, you know, I got to wrap this up pretty soon here. Um, I got to go and get dinner. My dad's in town and, uh, then I got to head out to the airport, but, uh, you got any, you got any fitness hacks for us? We're getting another, uh, another question on the request line from uh from our guy miles from wellness gangsters on the under 30 experiences slack channel just asking for overall fitness hacks do you have anything that um people might not know about i mean there's a lot of scientific stuff from this episode that people might have to go and look up but anything uh anything quick and easy you got for us um quick and easy uh you know honestly movement uh movement's always going to be your best friend so um yeah, kind of quick and easy is just get outside, go get grounded, go get your feet in the grass and, and run around and, and just move. That's probably the, the simplest hack, non-hack uh, there is. I, uh, I'm, like I said, I'm kind of studying for my, my level three for, uh, there's a CrossFit level three right now, and I'm kind of just expanding my knowledge, and I'm, I'm reading a, an old school strength and conditioning um, programming book right now, and uh, and like I said, it's not even that these are hacks. It's just we've we've kind of I feel like we've kind of gotten so far uh, into um, kind of into like the crazy and like this high best technology here, best technology there. This is all about uh, squats, deadlifts, bench press, and and shoulder press, and it's uh, it's crazy the the numbers that um, guys are putting up on that kind of stuff. So as far as fitness hacks go. Uh, no, keep it simple, man. That's kind of the uh, that's kind of the theme I'm putting together. Some of my my own personal stuff, and that's kind of the realm I'm staying in is is simplistic and and, and simple things are always going to be the most the most functional. So uh, if you find something simple, uh, go blow it up, dial it in, dude. That's uh, that'll get you big and strong. I did a good old fashioned push and pull routine my couple days in Costa Rica I said all right you know what uh, I'd been doing a lot of intermittent fasting and and for me really you know I I will drop some pounds um and I also went into the Andes and uh fasted for 36 hours which was a whole different challenge uh for me but I noticed holy shit man I got to put some weight back on and I can put it back on pretty quickly cuz I've been at that certain size but I I went in and I just did old fashioned Meathead, all right, today I'm going to pull everything, and tomorrow I'm going to push everything, and uh, I'm going to eat a lot more protein and a lot more calories <laughs> in these few days, and now I'm feeling back to, to normal. So that's, uh, that's, that's excellent advice, Donnie. Stick to the basics, you know? All right. Yeah, and uh, so I've obviously had to, to switch gyms since I got down here, and one thing that we end up doing every week here are prowler pushes. Have you seen? Do you know what a prowler push is? Ooh, I don't know. Talk to me. It's it's just a sled with weight on it. It's got two bars that stick up, and you load it up with some weight, and you just push it around. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I got a buddy uh, at Old Town Ta- Old Town Fitness. No, Old Town Fitness is my gym in in Key West. Old uh, Old Greenwich fitness in connecticut that's got some prowler pushes that he does for me a good friend of mine growing up an olympic lifting coach but does some of that kind of stuff too oh man those are awful (laughs) (laughs) and and that's your that's your old i mean that doesn't get any more like primal than that you just load something up and push it around and uh i mean they're so good for you it makes total sense that that you know like i said you go back to the basics the push and the pull and loading this thing up and, and pushing it around. I'm always just kicking myself like, why haven't I been doing doing this my my entire life? And I actually think about it, when I was fifteen years old, I worked at a grocery store called King Supers in in Denver. And uh I would always I always loved doing the the buggies, like the shopping carts, like collecting them out of the the uh out of the parking lot. And I would always load up the most I could possibly get and push them back into the store and get like 30, 40 carts on there and push them around. So I guess I've kind of been doing prowler pushes for a little while. Nice, man. That sounds like a good teenage uh, 
Yeah, become a man and prove your strength. It was, uh, Donnie, this, is, this has been fun. Uh, blowing out a little bit and uh, talking, talking some fun stuff. Yeah, man, you got to get your meathead session in. Gotta, gotta. We gotta do. We should do this more often. Uh, I really hope that this provided a lot of value for people listening. Uh, we have again, we have our fitness trip to Manuel Antonio, Costa Rica, November sixteenth through twentieth. It's gonna be awesome, Donnie. We'll put you in the pain cave, and you will increase your knowledge of health and fitness. Donnie, what else you got for us? Anything, anything, anywhere um, other than the, the trip? Uh, where can people find you in California if they wanted to drop in? I don't know if that's an option, but uh, where can people reach out to you, I guess? Yeah, Instagram is a good spot, at Donaldo. So that's D-O-N-A-L-D underscore O-H underscore. Uh, it's probably the quick and easy. Um, and then, uh, yeah, if you're in Newport or Southern California, I got two gyms that I'm kind of hanging out at right now, uh, CrossFit Balboa. Uh, it's in Costa Mesa. And then CrossFit Newport Beach, which is in Newport Beach. Um, so, yeah, hit me up. Come say hi. Uh, I'm coaching on occasion. Like I said, I'm kind of hitting the brakes on, on the coaching stuff, uh, just not full-time, but definitely staying in the gym while I, while I study and kind of work on the next thing. But, uh, but yeah. I'm, I'm super pumped. I have a handful of uh, kind of fun travel-friendly um, workout pieces of equipment that I'm going to bring down to our trip. So it's not going to be just running around um, on the sand. We got uh, we got some cool stuff, um, cool stuff to play with when we get down there. Nice the the brute force training bags that you brought me down. I uh, I did some kettlebell swings yesterday. It was Sunday. The gym was closed. And I went and I filled it up with rocks, and then I put it in the washing Ooh. machine after. It was excellent. <laughs> nice, love it. Yeah, yes, we'll have uh, we'll have a few sandbags with us, and then uh, I have another friend who has a who has um, a, a travel pack that actually doubles as a backpack, um, and it comes with uh, you, you fill it up with water. I suppose you could fill it up with sand too, but uh, her her big thing is is filling it up with water. But same same kind of deal. Uh, but yeah, I'm hoping to get my hands on one of those and, and play with those. So like I said, plenty of, plenty of fun stuff to, to throw around. Donnie, I am looking forward to it. Uh, let's make it happen. November 16th through 20th. And, uh, I'm going to let you go, brother. Sounds good, man. Thanks for having me on. I, I, uh, I enjoy it as well. This has been, uh, this has been a blast. Hey, did you like today's episode? If you did, log on to iTunes and leave us a review. It would really help us out. We try to put out good, free content all of the time. Check out the show notes on under30co.com. Send the podcast to a friend who could use some of the advice. And of course, if you want to travel with us, check out under30experiences.com and 50% off Athletic Greens on the show notes. Thanks for listening.